Welcome to another show of Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald. We are the biggest socialite pair since Barbie and Ken. I am your friendly and fuzzy host, Beard, also known as Kirby Smith. And joining us all the way from Houston, Texas, is my partner in crime, whose hairline, much like the Chicago Cubs, falls short, the bald himself, Mr. Scott Schaefer. Boy, that escalated quickly. Why don't you just come out and add not to forget to have the audience tip the bearded waitstaff after the show, huh? And it's Houston, not Houston. <laughs> oh, Scott. Seriously, though, not only did all of our listeners make an incredibly smart decision to listen today, um, but you know what, Beard? So did you by having me on this show. <laughs> you think so? I do, I do. But uh, I'll tell you, Forrest, unlike you leading the caravan to the land of the beard, I will never give sure. up my bald beauty plan. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, check it out. So, you know, you don't give me any respect. Very few listeners, actually. There's there's a few out there that don't give me respect. Um, it's kind of like a flashback to playing tag as a small child. And, and I know you know this, but I'll remind you, uh, because our listeners don't, but they wouldn't even look for me. <laughs> you're on you're on part of that you're not sick anymore obviously are you no you know what i i took a about a 24 hour uh get rid of the crud not the crud that you have on your face but like the crud that's in your <laughs> chest so i'm good yes sir let's do this well before you and i start really tearing into it i want to get really serious uh, just for one second um i had a good friend of mine i want to say a good friend he was an acquaintance and a, and a friend of mine passed away this week it was kind of surprised um he's 50 years older than uh not 50 he's five years older than me um, he, you know, Scott, you come from a small town like I did, uh, and back in the 80s, Principal had an amazing basketball run. We went down to state. Um, it was like our, you know, we come from a town of 1700. It was like our own little Hoosier, and there's a guy there named Garth Yes, um, and he was like my childhood idol. Uh, I'd go to the every Friday night and watch this guy play, and, you know, he'd come to the basketball camps, and he, he was just, you know, he was bigger than life to me, and, um, you know, later in life, he and I got to talk you know, talking again and stuff like that. And uh, recently when my father passed away in January, he was the first ones to call out and give me his condolences. And I told him we need to get together. And unfortunately, I did not know that probably the last time I talked to him. Um, so I just want to say shots out, a shout out to Garthias, um, his family. Um, he leaves behind a wife and six kids. So everybody say a prayer for them. And uh, God bless you, Garth. Rest in peace, number 40. Um, hey, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, Beard, and... Uh... You know, a lot of people hear us, you know, jabbing back and forth and, and don't really realize that, you know, we grew up, uh, what, you know, less than an hour, 45, 50 minutes away from one yeah. another. Yeah. And, and you, br you bring up the early 80s, and you and I are, you know, about the same age. And, um, you we know, the same age, aren't we? Well, you're, you're older, at least you look older, that white stuff all over <laughs> your head and face. But, um, yeah, so, um, you know, I, I too remember Garth. And, and so, it's funny how you bring up Hoosiers and small towns and we're both from those. And, you know, and I, and I say at every show, 
you know, I deal with athletes on a different level and, you know, in different businesses and entities. But, you know, there's something lacking and missing in, in today's youth and generation that you and I, and you bring this up, um, we got to experience. And, and man, it's it's amazing the love that we as children, as, as young athletes, had looking up to these older athletes in, in small yeah. towns and high schools. And and then, and likewise, um, those those athletes gave back and came you know, to talk and, and give back to us as, as young kids. And you just don't see that. There's there's such a, a, a gap now. And, and I just wanted to say, hey, man, our thoughts and prayers, you know, I've been following social media posts are, are with you and, and all the friends and, and, of course, the family. Um, but, man, I, I do remember. And then I'll close with this. I maybe change the, the tone a, a little bit before we go further. And, and Garth and I had a lot in common, man. And, okay. And, I know you know this, and our, our, <laughs> our guest doesn't, but, I mean, Garth was a childhood idol of yours, and I, I of course, am your adult idol. So, uh, <laughs> but, Is this uh, a bald thing? Garth has lost his hair at the end there. Yeah, you're right. It, it is. <laughs> it is. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm praying for the family, praying for the community, and, of course, yeah, praying, you, praying for you. He's a good guy. Uh, so there's a lot of news this week, right? A lot of big news. A lot is going on. We got an election coming up, but I think the biggest news that's happening the last couple of days, right, is all these bombs. And uh, uh, you know, again, the biggest news this week to me is I think is these bombs that were delivered to Democrat politicians. And the actor Robert De Niro was just, and it's just a shame that people are getting so tied up in politics that they, you know, resort to this type of thing. But however, you know, I did hear. I don't know if you heard about this, uh, Scott. The Homeland Security just sent out a press release that Robert De Niro's package didn't actually have one of these. Bombs bombs in it. It was only a DVD copy of his latest, latest movie, Heat and Intern. You are fake news. Didn't find that funny, Scott? That was, come on, that was funny. <laughs> so, I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm taking so, well, uh, You know, so Scott, I, you know, I, hey, by the way, I, I got my Georgia driver's license the other day, and when I looked at it, I couldn't help but ponder something. I got a bad feeling about this. What do you put down on a license for your hair color? Well, Beard, with the same hate in my eyes that I have towards you right now, Chewy, I simply say green. Green. You know, you've seen the pictures, and yes, they begin entering into the computer before looking up at me in total disgust. So, Bob, let's get serious for a second, if it's possible, and tell me about this new opportunity we have with our social listening platform, Aris. Well, Chewy, I'm glad you asked me to share a little bit. I'm happy to tell everybody listening that RS is now available in, get this, self-service mode. That's right. Anyone can wow. set up our RS platform all by themselves. All they need to do is be an administrator of their Facebook page and should have their brand's Twitter credentials handy. We are having a free, yep, hey, that is free, 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 free. And, and the price does not equate to value. You guys got to go check this out. And that free trial will last for seven days. So go to our website, acssalessolutions.com, and click on the link at the top of the page, and you can get this amazing social listening tool free for how many days, Beard? Seven days. But I, I, seven I, days. You know, I'm kind of blown away by this little offer you're getting, right? I'm actually totally blown away. So much so that I don't think seven days is enough. You know, so, uh, you know, uh, to motivate our listeners or the individuals that might want to do this. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to up this up a little bit. I'm going to give a little bit more motivation, right? Perhaps I can find that, that's right, Dark Lord. I'm going to go up. I'm going to up Scotty seven days and say we do it for two weeks. How about 14 days free use of ours? Oh, great. Oh, 
So what do you think of them apples, Scotty? Well, you always got to steal my thunder. And by the way, I prefer peaches, crumb catcher. <laughs> so are you ready for our next guest, Scott? Oh, my gosh. I tell you what, I thought we'd never get to this point, Beard. I am so ready. Like a guest on the red carpet wearing my new boxers my wife got me from Banana Republic ready. That's how ready I am. Our next guest is a female entrepreneur, or should I say a mompreneur, from the land of Lincoln and our home state of Illinois. She's a graduate from Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois, who worked for a Fortune 100 company. She is a C she was, or she probably is still, a CPA and was on the career path to climb the corporate ladder. Then she left it all to follow a passion and dream to start her own company called Bump Boxes. Bump Boxes is one of the hottest crazes out there for women who are expecting, as well as a consulting firm that enhances corporate wellness programs in addition to providing corporate gifts to parents nationwide. Bump Boxes is the number one pregnancy subscription service in the world. Mrs. Christine Deering, welcome to Hashtag Biz with Beard and Ball. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited to be a part of this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. So, good deal. So, we are so glad to have you on, Christine. Um, so, let's advance the show, much like Scott Scalp, and jump right in and talk about <laughs> talk about Bump Boxes, all right? Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, what is it, and how did you come up with the idea? Sure. So, Bump Boxes is a monthly subscription service that curates fun and healthy products for pregnancy and beyond. Um, and all of the boxes are tailored to mom's due date. So, when she signs up, she's getting boxes that are tailored specifically to her for that month. Um, and we also recently launched Bitsy Boxes, which is a newborn to three-year-old subscription as well. Um, so now, you know, once mom gives birth, it transitions over to Bitsy, and then Bitsy and mom get products that are tailored to baby's development. Um, and so, and I guess just to kind of go into, you know, how we founded Bump Boxes. Um, nice. So, yeah. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. How, how did you come up with this idea? Yeah, absolutely. So I was pregnant with my daughter at the time. Um, it was and your I, first, firstborn, right? Yes, okay. yes, firstborn. Yeah, so Ainsley, oh my gosh, yeah, she, it was, you know, when you, you know, when you find out that you're going to become a parent, it's, I mean, and you see that positive pregnancy test, it's like hard to describe that feeling, um, you know, because you're so, so excited. And then about 10 minutes later, it hits you like, oh, God, like, I'm going to have to be responsible for somebody else. You know, like, right. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like, for lack of a better term, like the oh, shit moment. Um, right. <laughs> you know, like, so, you know, you know, it really hit me that like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm really responsible for her. And every decision that I make has a direct impact on her. Um, and so, you know, when I was pregnant, I did a ton of research on um, products I was using every day. So skincare, um, the food I was eating. And I realized that some of these products had chemicals in them that can be harmful to a developing baby. Um, so they contain endocrine disrupting chemicals that affect your hormones. Um, and so through all of this research, um, you know, I finally found products that were quality products that were safe, that actually worked. And then I realized that there wasn't a place where you could go and get these safe pregnancy products. Um, so that's kind of where the idea was born. Um, it was just this, you know, out of this need to protect my daughter, um, you know, from the very beginning. Well, Christine, Christine, this is bald here. I tell you what, yeah. um, you've got my my creative juices flowing because there's some things that you said that have, you know, so many parallels and similarities 
to me having oh shit moments every day. <laughs> and, and since, you know, when, you, when you're starting, yeah, when you're growing a company, that you know, those happen very often. Well, <laughs> well these are self-inflicted. Well, well, I wouldn't call it self-inflicted, <laughs> but ever since I joined ACS, you know, those oh shit moments just started to compound and pile up. <laughs> and you mentioned, you mentioned like, oh, you know, shit, I'm responsible for somebody else. That's what it was like coming on to ACS with beard and curfew. <laughs> I now I'm responsible not only for me, but I got I got to walk this cat through all this. Stuff. But yeah, yeah, but I really don't think that's how it works. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Christine, one of the keys to business and sales is picking your target audience. Um, expecting mothers obviously was your original target audience, and it seems you have now. I mean, just off the off the comments that you made in your introduction, you've just diversified slightly and started to go after a different audience. Um, and that is the corporate world. So when and how did you make the first decision to go this direction? That's the first part. And how is it going for you now? Yeah, absolutely. So, oh my gosh, a little over a year ago, um, you know, we started getting inbound interest from companies, which is a great sign, right? When they're seeking you out <laughs> to, right. to help them. Um, so that's really where it started was about a little over a year ago. We were getting inbound interest. And then, you know, once we started working with a couple clients, um, you know, we realized that there are some really crucial moments that, um, you know, if a company, you know, shows to their employees that they care, especially their expecting parents, um, it really goes a long way. Um, and on top of that, there's so many benefits, you know, from making that connection with their expecting parents. And so, um, you know, through helping the first couple clients, you know, we were really able to kind of catapult ourselves into this arena. Um, and also soft perks are a huge thing now. So a lot of companies are looking right. for extra added benefits to kind of, you know, attract and retain, um, you know, really high quality people. So that's kind of where, you know, we found an awesome niche. And it's it's been really cool working with corporations across the country and helping them kind of develop their programs and really making it their own. So, I mean, you're talking about developing the program and stuff. I mean, kind yeah. of dive into that a little bit because, I mean, I know you, you know, not mm -hmm. just providing subscriptions to these uh, corporations to provide to their female employees. Or, I mean, can the male sign up for it too? Can I, I mean. Yeah. No, that's so, a great question. Yeah. So we right? actually. Because yep, they have wives and stuff like that and they're employed. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. And we actually have um, dad boxes too. So that was something that we launched around Father's Day. Um, and that actually came from a couple of corporate, corporate clients that wanted a similar offering for their expecting dads um, along with their expecting moms. And so that was really a need that, um, you know, that we're definitely trying to help, you know, the corporations with today. Well, Curfew would still need yeah. a – he wouldn't need a dad box. Beard would need a bump box. You can keep the name the same. You know, that, that, that spare tire kind of kind of thing is, is, is a, lot of, a lot of us men go through. And I, when I say us, I'm not including myself. But um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh but my God. There, there's a consultant part of this, right? So, I mean, tell me about that. So, you go into the companies, and what is the consultant part? I mean, outside of the subscriptions, what does the consultant part do? Yeah, so for the most part, what we do is we really create kind of, um, you know, almost like this gifting package for the corporations. Um, so, what we do is we talk about, you know, how what do they want to do? How do they want to really make the connection with their expecting parents? Um, and then what we do is kind of create a customized package for them. So um, what we found working with these companies is that there's three, you know, main touch points that if they can do it well, um, you know, it's huge, especially to, you know, inspect, expecting employees. So um, the first being, you know, when the employee comes to HR 
and, you know, they tell HR, hey, I'm pregnant, you know, what do I do? Um, right. You know, traditionally, HR kind of hands them, like, a folder of to-dos, so it's like, okay, get all of these things done off of your checklist um, before you leave, and so, you know, what we've done is we've created a gift box. We can actually include all of the benefits information, the checklist. Um, we can actually help them with the information as well, so making it um, a little more friendly to the employee, um, so it doesn't feel like a list of to-dos. Um, but there's a lot of things that we can do around that touch point, you know, especially when the company first hears about the pregnancy. Um, and then also, so the second one would be, you know, when the baby's born. And obviously, this is just an exciting and crazy time for those expecting parents. Um, and so what we really try to do um, is make that connection and be there for the expecting parents. Um, so we, you know, we meet with our clients. We talk about, you know, how they want to make that connection. Um, and there's a lot of different things we can do around that touch point. Um, and then the third, you know, a lot of people um, forget how isolating it can be while a parent is on maternity or paternity leave. Um, and so there's just kind of this disconnect with their company while they're out. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, and so what we've tried to do um, is create some touch points while mom or dad are, are at home with the baby, um, you know, to really make them feel like they're still a part of the team. Um, and so, yeah, so we work with our clients um, in a lot of different ways to kind of figure out how we can make that better. Um, and, and in addition to that, too, I mean, I, I speak with my own experience, you know, and I, I've, I've been there right. and I've done it. So, like, just I have, um, you know, a great perspective from the employee and kind of what would make it um, definitely a better experience. Well, it's great because you've yeah. touched on a couple of things. One, you provided you know an extra benefit to the employees, mm -hmm. correct? Two, yep. there's a consultative approach to it where you're providing a benefit to the employer because not only yes. are you making it a little bit easier for retention of the employee because they like to have this extra benefit, but two, right. you, there's a consultative approach to it where you, that you provide that not only does that, but it also provides. Uh, I would sure I would think, and correct me if I'm wrong, is like some help in regards to things that they should be aware of, uh, and almost from a legal standpoint, would I say, like you know, I mean, things are changing more, uh, like they should be, to make you know, you know, women feel a little bit more comfortable at work from like having uh, breastfeeding rooms and stuff like that available right, to them. Right. And I know that's you know, in a lot of states, that's a big deal, and it's it, you know, mm -hmm. so to be able to have that. Are you consulting on those type of things too that they could do to help benefit these uh, you know individuals? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we give suggestions all the time, um, awesome. and we know kind of best practices from the corporate clients that we've worked with, um, so we're able to kind of give that feedback, um, and, you know, a lot of our clients lean on us to kind of ask questions and kind of get some direction um, as far as what they can do to kind of make it a better experience for their expecting parents. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well, Christine, yeah. so like so many of us, and you, and, and I'm going to kind of, you know, steer this in a different direction now. Uh, and others, you were told to go to college probably, just like my parents mm -hmm. told me to go to college, get a job at the Fortune 500 company, yeah. get good benefits, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then you decide to leave it all, take your own path. You wanted, yes. you wanted to do something different. It seems from the outside looking in like a good decision, much like the day my partner said goodbye to his comb over. <laughs> How hard was it for you to do that? And tell us about the fear you overcame, the sacrifices you made, and if you can, what would be the biggest piece of advice for those out there that may be sitting where you were on how to take that leap of faith? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I think, um, you know, the the main thing is you, you've just got to go. You've just got to do it. And so I think, um, you know, when I found my passion, um, you know, I think it was just perfect timing. And so, yeah, kind of, you know, to your point, 
um, you know, you kind of grow up and you're taught to go to school and to get a job at a corporation and all of these things. Um, but then you kind of have to retrain your brain into, um, you know, really going after opportunity and going after, you know, what you want to do and kind of creating your own path. Um, and so I think, you know, it was funny because I remember, um, you know, just a quick story, you know, kind of what got me, you know, moving on it um, was, you know, when I was younger, I, I was just like a goofy kid. And so I, like, I had a hard time making friends. And, um, like Scott. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, wait, wait, wait. I didn't say anything about friends. I, I, I said I said playing hide and seek. Oh, okay. No yes. with friends. Yes. They just didn't want this, nobody wanted to find me. That's <laughs> well, I mean, stuffed like, animals aren't real stuff. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean I was just this like crazy energetic kid and it was just like and so I was going into high school, um, and I was I was a freshman. I knew maybe three people at the school. Um and so I just, I remember, um, you know, like the first Friday of the first week, I mean, I was just terrified, like walking through the halls. I was like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Um, and so my mom was like, you know, let's celebrate the first week of school. Let's go get ice cream, whatever. I'm like, okay, great. So, I'm, you know, I get in the car with my mom um, and we start driving. She takes me to um, the football stadium for the high school and stops in the parking lot. And she says, get, get out of the car. And I was like, what? what? She was like, get out of the van. And I was like, oh, shit. And I'm sitting here just shaking, <laughs> terrified, because I'm like, I don't know anybody here. And so she's like, get out of the van. And so, like, she basically pulled me out. She peeled out of the parking lot. And it was, you know, it was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, my God, my mom just kicked me out of the van. And so I went and I met a ton of people, um, made a ton of friends. And so, you know, when I made the decision to leave my job, I mean, I remember calling my mom and I was like, hey, mom, you know, I, you'd be proud of me. I kicked myself out of the van. I did it. You know, I, I, I'm going after it. I made the decision. And, you know, like, like a good, you know, Midwestern hardworking mom, she's like, you made your decision. <laughs> like, you know, because here I, here I was leaving, you know, this great paying job with health benefits. And I had a one-year-old with my husband. And here I am going to go out on this adventure, you know, and with nothing, you know, really starting kind of from square one. Um, and so I'm sure my mom was probably terrified. I mean, if I was in my mom's shoes, I'd just yell through the phone, like, are you crazy? Like, what are you doing? You know, (laughs) but like she, I mean, she had faith and, you know, she was, she's always been so supportive. Um, and so it was just that, you know, the kicking out of the van moment that was just super, super crucial to like just getting after it. And so I try to, you know, keep that, in my mind all the time, you know, like, because I think hesitation is the one thing that really, um, can like derail you from actually like going after something that you want. Um, so it's like in that little moment where you almost hesitate, it's like, okay, I just got to remember to kick myself out of the van. You I know, love, like, I love that yeah. saying, kick yourself out of the van. I am going to use yeah. that if that's okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm absolutely. definitely going to use that. Kick yourself absolutely. out of the van. Absolutely. Absolutely. Christine, make sure you charge him for that. There's got to be, <laughs> be a royalty yeah. for that. Come right. on. Don't give in so easy. Yeah. Well, guess what our sales topic is going to be Monday, Scott? <laughs> kick, yourself, kick Scott out of the van. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> well, hey, Christine, so what a great transition story um, to this next kind of part. Um and unlike unlike Beard, okay, you're a leader, um, and, <laughs> and and great leaders are able to adjust, right? Yeah. So, how have you adjusted since your and catch this catch this ready? 
How have you adjusted since your con- conception? No. <laughs> inception. Of bump box. So when you from yeah. from the time that you conceived bump box, what yeah. was the most difficult hurdle you've had to overcome? Oh geez. So I think you know when we started, I, I would say like the most difficult hurdle has probably just been like um, probably our our biggest pivot that we've had. I mean you know when you're building a company, like you take multiple pivots all the time. Yep. Um, you know, there was a big one early on um, that we took that was just super important, and it was a little scary at the time too. But when we first launched, um, you know, we just launched as a normal e-commerce store. So our whole thought was to be the safe, healthy marketplace for pregnancy. Um, and so I had left my job. Let's see, in April of 2015, um, you know, we had our first big, huge trade show in May. Um, that year out of New York, um, and somehow I convinced um, the founder of Plum Organics Baby Food, which is a huge baby food company, like she um, had just sold her company to Campbell's Soup for hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, somehow I hounded her enough and convinced her to meet with me while we were out there. And I was I like, okay, like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I, I want to learn from you. You're in the space. Um, you know, you really care about the quality of products. Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, she agreed to meet, and, you know, um, we had a great meeting. My husband and I were, like, just chatting with her, trying to figure out, um, you know, what we could and kind of learn. And, um, you know, at the very end of the meeting, she's like, so what are you guys? And, you know, kind of, you know, kind of took us back a little bit and kind of paused, and, um, you know, I kind of hesitated. And she was like, hey, she's like, you are a subscription company. Be a box company, you know. And, and then she kind of got up and walked walked out. And we were like, oh, shit. Like, that one, that didn't right. end up thought it would, right? But, like, but she kind of, like, gave us a little kick, you know. And so we are like, oh, God, you know, like, we got to um, – we got to change some stuff. So, you know, we were about a mile away from um, the venue um, that the trade show was at. And so, um, God, we like ended up leaving, walked in the wrong direction. We didn't say a word to each other because we were just like just baffled at like how it ended. And so then all of a sudden we realized we we're going the wrong direction. We we're like, oh shit, okay, turn around, let's go. And so we called our site developer. We changed the website to offer a subscription service. We changed our pitch for the trade show and everything within the half hour it took for us to get to the trade show venue. Um, I mean, it was insane. And so, I mean, like that was just like a huge eye-opening moment of like, you know, like just keep it simple. Like why were we trying to overcomplicate it? You know, like we we knew the path, but for some reason, like we just needed that kick to make that pivot. Um, and so like it just completely aligned with our business and like our moms love getting like the monthly discovery service and it's just yeah it was just kind of that huge pivot that like really made a big impact there are so many great points you just made in this this little answer of yours it, it was fantastic one you you sought out basically a mentor and a coach for you right and you hounded that person to learn something and what was mm-hmm. you thought maybe a negative you know, interaction at first became a very positive interaction and you took it and you ran with it and you made the pivot. I mean, this yep. is, what a phenomenal answer. What a phenomenal experience. I mean, that, that, I mean, hats off to you, one, to you know, search for a coach. I mean, you know, that's what we do. We do executive coaching around CFO, sales, oh, and amazing. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we always tell people, hey, you know, we believe, and we had a guest on here previously that said, you know, hey, every business or all employees mm-hmm. are going to need coaches and all employers uh, need to have a coach as well. And the fact that you recognize that, hey, I'm going to find somebody that's been in this business and then help me and mentor me, mm-hmm. and it might not have gave you the answer you thought you were looking for, 
but it gave you an answer to where hey, look at the success you're having today. So right, hats yeah, up to you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's you know the one thing that I've learned, you know, doing this. I mean, like you can't wait for something to happen to you. You have to go out and get it. You know, yeah. and and that's what a lot of people, um, you know, don't realize. Like it's it's not just luck. It's like you have to push hard every. Yep, you got to go get it every single day. Yep, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, everyone's got you know. We do a digital digital marketing too, and we consult on that, and we actually do it for yeah. people. And we kind of tell them, I said, listen, yeah. there, there's no magic wand. You you can't just have a Facebook page and people are going to come, you know, wandering onto your your page to start ordering for you. It doesn't happen that way. You have to understand right. what you know a click is and an open is, and those are actually warm leads, and you need to do something with those. Yeah. Leads. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's actually sales yeah. process behind that. Those are actual leads, people, and you're let you just can't let the let it sit there. Right, and uh, right. you know, they're, they're, everyone's expecting this hard stuff, and it's just not this is not reality today. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, you know, like you said, you have to go get it, right? So, as mm-hmm. you know, Christine, nothing happens in this world until a sale is made, right? Yeah. You know, for you, yes. a box doesn't ship, a product isn't made, a service isn't delivered until a sale is made. Um, additionally, marketing sales has become very blurred these days, right? We mm-hmm. teach and provide sales and marketing services, like I said. Tell us about your revenue streams and how you reach your potential clients and the relation between your sales and marketing team members. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, right now we have, um, you know, kind of two channels. So, you know, we go direct to consumer and that's kind of what we started on. That's what we've built, you know, our brand on. Um, And then now, you know, we're making the transition into um, B2B with our corporate partnerships as well. Um, And so with that, I mean, you make a great point about just how interrelated sales and marketing are. Um, Our, you know, sales and marketing teams, I mean, they're, they sit together, they're in constant communication. I mean, they're in the same meetings. It's, I mean, it goes hand in hand, you know, Um, and I'm sure you realize that as well. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they, they both support each other and they both need each other to be successful. Um, And so, you know, especially, you know, as we make the transition into, you know, new revenue streams like, you know, our corporate channel. Um, you know, it's just, it's even more important to kind of, you know, make sure that they're communicating and working together. And yeah, it's, it's really cool to see, you know, once it, you know, when it's working, it's awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, it, yep. before in the past, you know, you, they were so, they were so worked in different silos, right? Hey, yeah, you know, marketing yeah. does this, sales is going to do this. Now it's not, you know, with technology and social yep. media and everything and, and, and it, people's attention is so short. Yeah, uh, you have to work together. So um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just to give and, us a little play, if you ever need a B two B company, uh, we do do that. So never... yes, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so love it. Um, yeah. But work life balance is important too, right? And you know, being I mean, that's how you kind of you know started this company is you know you became pregnant and um, you know you probably kind of started to realize that work life balance is important. You have a family, which makes it you know being an entrepreneur entrepreneur in my mind much more difficult than it is being a 20-something, you know, you have no responsibilities but yourself. Mm-hmm. Can you give our audience, and especially Scott, you know, um, how you balance that and how do you make sure that culture overflows into your own employees' lives? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, when, um, you know, because you make a good point there, like especially like, you know, being in your 20s versus kind of like now, you know, like with a family, how difficult it can be to kind of balance everything. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, you have to be efficient with your time. And so because you only have, you know, a set amount of hours in the day, right? Um, and so it even gets more impactful, you know, when, um, you know, when you have kids, because, you know, you want to make sure that you set aside that time um, with your kids and you want to make sure that, um, you know, that work-life balance is still kept intact. 
Um, so it just means that, you know, I have to be more efficient with my time um, and really, you know, overly prioritize um, and, you know, make sure that everything is automated as much as it can be, you know, to make sure that right. I can, you know, pack everything in. Um, but then, you know, with our culture, you know, I think what's super important um, is, you know, we have a set of core values that we live by here. Um, and one of those core values is moms come first. Um, and so that means, you know, the moms that we work with that are our customers, but then also, you know, the moms that are our employees. Um, you know, I think it's super important to never lose sight of that um, and just to kind of understand, you know, what it what it means to be a mom and, you know, everything that you have on your plate. Um, you know, and really being understanding of that. I think that's really important. You know, the two of you with the question and even the answer, um, I, I do believe that the world is going to grow in population of children and entrepreneurs. <laughs> so, you know, get, preg get, get pregnant and start your own business. I love there it. There you go. There you go. I love it. But, Christine, seriously, though, you know, um, you talk about mentors and coaches um, Beard is brought up, you know, that's that's the very foundation and fiber of our company, right? Yeah. So I want to share with you kind of a little, I, I guess, example of somebody I've been mentoring and coaching. Um, I got out of a session this morning. Um, his name's Gary V. I don't know if you know who he is. <laughs> oh, I love Gary V. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, you know, uh, no, I'm kind of joking around a little bit, but um, I didn't coach Gary, but um, I do want to bring up Gary V. So, yeah. um Social media, of course, is important for all of us in so many different ways. But, you know, drilling down on, on business uh, or in business, rather, um, how important and why is it important for you and Bump Boxes? That's the first point. And then what are some things that have worked through social media, digital marketing um, for you and what hasn't? Yeah, absolutely. So social media, especially for us, is hugely important I mean for you know from the standpoint of you know trying to make that connection with our mom um, so there's multiple ways that we do it um, but social media is really really um, really huge for making that connection and really um, being able to communicate with mom um, and so yeah I mean I think you know when I look at our social media strategy I mean it's you know it's putting out content that moms want to know about um, and that's super impactful for mom. And then also, too, um, having fun with it, you know, because, you know, our, our role is to be mom's best friend. Um, so the more that we can interact and connect with her on that level, the more impactful it's going to be. Um, yeah. And then I, what was the second part of that? So what hasn't yeah. worked? Like, it, it, yes. like if we can, like, tie it to latest trends, you know, everybody oh, sure. you go out to Facebook and, and you know, you get the, you get the ads, the boosted ads, the pay for mm -hmm. ads, you receive those, yep. right? Um, yep. So tell me that, you know, and every, everybody's a digital marketer now, right? So yep. there's all these new trends. Everybody has one, right? Um, yep. It's like Louis Vuitton purse. But anyway, so, so of those trends. The fact that he knows that is just I'm shaking uh, my head. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to pull that one back. So yes. <laughs> I have okay. a I live around a lot of girls, okay? Mm -hmm. so, um, but, but that said, so of those trends, you know, what have you tried that maybe didn't work? Or maybe there's not anything because you're that successful. We're just, we're that awesome. <laughs> you're that yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, to answer that question, I mean, I, I really think, so we test things all the time. I mean, like, we are constantly testing things. And I think that's why, you know, we've grown as fast as we have is because we're not afraid to fail. 
So, you know, we'll run, you know, nine tests, nine out of 10 that fail, but then the one that really freaking works, I mean, it 10X us, it 10Xs us, uh, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, so I mean, I think, you know, the the main thing there is you've got to test things because something that works for bump boxes won't necessarily work for, you know, a company that's in a different industry. So, I mean, I think what you have to do is really understand your customer, um, where they're at, how they communicate, how they like to be communicated with, the content that they like, um, and you've just got to run a bunch of tests and see what sticks. See, well, I, I re- no, no, okay. Scott. Okay, thank you, Beard. I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's it's so rare, Christine, that he is allowing me to go because I'm just. Maybe I should expert. interrupt because here comes a joke. Hey, I can tell. No, I, no, it's not a joke. No, <laughs> seriously. He's gonna riff so, on me. I wanted to lead her down the testing mm-hmm. and then the whole yeah. social media digital marketing, and then I want you to fast forward, okay, in a way, or maybe rewind, or maybe here in the present. You know, we've all have, you know, have or had, you know, if if, if they're resting in peace, grandparents, great grandparents, etc. And depending on what generation we are or not, maybe they've been in a home or etc. So since you test everything, and I wanted to get on this call in this in this this platform with you for this very reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And that is this. You, I knew you couldn't test this on social media, um, or those digital marketing platforms because nobody in nursing homes is going to be on the internet. So you ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. And and ten times isn't even doesn't scratch it. This is going to work. You ready? I'm ready. For I it. want you to test grump boxes. Grump. Oh, I see where you're going with it. And, okay. And, and I want you to take that to the nursing homes because. Life goes full circle, right? So everything that yes. you've done uh, from the womb and with the mother, right? Well, yes. I, I have experiences that aren't so pleasant with relatives in those homes, and I see how they're they're treated. And, and, and I just mm-hmm. think that if there was a, a different avenue or option for them to wake up and open maybe that grump box and have this to take, this to do, this to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I just think maybe, maybe maybe that's something for you to test. Sorry, Beard. Maybe that's something for you to test and, and, and you know, try it out. Grump box. You know, Absolutely. You, you know what? You just mentioned maybe one out of ten ideas were. I think this is one of Scott's best ideas of the last ten he's had. This is actually nice. <laughs> a good idea, dude. <laughs> it's the so. one. It's the one. <laughs> Oh, you're killing me! You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> well, but, but you know, let's go back to what she answered but, but previously. I mean, I mean, really, that was a really good idea because I had, my father was in a nursing home, and uh, now that I think about, it, that's a pretty damn good idea, Scott. So uh, you know, good luck with that. You know. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing how that first <laughs> trial goes. <laughs> But you, you made up a good point with social media is that, you know, you test a lot of stuff. And I think one of the yeah. big um, things, you know, when we're coaching people on how to do social media. And one of the big things I see as a mistake is people don't use the analytics at all um, yeah, with the running stuff. And it seems like the, that's what you're going at. You keep looking at the analytics of everything you're running to find out what works. And it's something yeah. so simple that's provided to you, a free service by Facebook for one, is, mm-hmm. is those analytics. And you say, okay, this worked. Let's keep going down this path. So Yeah. And, Absolutely. I mean, the data doesn't lie, right? right? So you'll be able to know really quick, yeah, whether something works or not. And, you know, that's something, um, you know, that, you know, here we're very data driven. So we use that data to make those decisions um, because you got to see what works and what sticks. And so the only way to know that is, like you said, using the tools that you have that are, you know, easy there for you, um, for you know, make those decisions. Yeah. So before we wrap up, because we are cutting it close on time, and we all know Scott likes to cut it way too close, 
Um, is that gel on your beard? <laughs> Let's finish this up and talk about what the future holds for Christine and Bump Boxes. Obviously, Grump Boxes might be the next one, but you know, <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years? Where's Bump Boxes going to be? And is there anything else you have your eyes set on that uh, you hope to accomplish? Yeah. So, you know, our mission here is to make life easier for mom. Um, and so, you know, we really, really want to be the leader, um, you know, in this pregnancy and mom niche. Um, so that's really where I see us in five years is really taking it over um, and, you know, coming out with different things to, you know, to go along with that mission of making her life easier. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're on the path and we're, we're headed that direction. <laughs> so watch out. Awesome. Yeah. Good luck. Christine, is there anything that we haven't talked about or maybe that's near and dear to your heart that you want to share that we haven't tried to share, you know, jointly with you or maybe you just want to promote or plug? Oh, my gosh. Well, absolutely. Well, um, you know, you guys can always go out to bumpboxes.com <laughs> if you know of anybody <laughs> expecting um, we're going to be running a lot of cool specials during the holiday season, so that's going to be huge. Um, but, yeah, reach out at any time. Um, you can call our customer service, 888-913-7879. Um, you know, and anybody here is happy to help and happy to really talk and um, and really help you and kind of making, you know, those expecting moms feel really, really good during the holiday season. Well, Christine, I mean, I wish we would have had this back when I had my kids. I mean, between Scott and I, we have nine kids. Uh, yeah. So we could have been a great customer of yours. We probably could have had stock in your company. <laughs> Wait, uh, time out. Unfortunately, time, I, okay, time but, out. Curfee and I have not parented together. <laughs> Is that just a clarification? Like it, it has to be because every show, every episode, it seems to – he seems to lend that, you know, idea or perception that first we're partners and, and now we've fathered children together. You, know I, children you together. know I love you. Well, yeah, well, there's 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 love and then there's that. So let's no. just be clear. <laughs> well, Christine, you've, you've been a fantastic guest. And it's that time of show where Scott is once again disappointed, much like the day he realized his shower drains clog was because of him. I'm, <laughs> I am making a very concerted effort to prove all hiring managers and CEOs out there uh, that having a beard is an asset and not a liability to your company, right? In fact, I am yes. sick and tired of the discrimination where they will not hire or force someone to shave. I am sick and tired. I am, I am so passionate about this cause that today I'm officially launching my new movement called Hashtag Beard 2. I just think it needs to be out there and people with beards do not have to shave. <laughs> Keep it going, right? So, Christine, this is a very important issue. Uh, it's addressed by our guests at the end of each show where we ask which they like better, beard or bald. Now, depending on what you pick and what our guests have picked in the past, beard or bald, the answer will determine who hosts the show next week. So, just so you know, today, beard is up four to two, all right? So, Christine, last question of the show, beard or bald? Oh, God, this is really, really tough, but I'm going to have to go with beard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go, Scott. I'm up again. Hey, by Another the way. Another smart I'm so sorry. By the way, Christine, you can take grump boxes. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. <Yeah. laughs> 
It's all good. It's Christine. all good. I'm giving him a head start. This is. <laughs> oh, and I am five inches taller than him too, so I've got way. Head oh, jeez. So... <laughs> oh my gosh! The head I, I know that this is so bad. I, I've got to be ready for next week because I'm sure he's gonna really come after me hard. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I... it's not that difficult to do. <laughs> Uh, Christy, you've been an amazing guest. I appreciate you playing along with the ribbing back and forth. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you know, you want to come back. You know, I would like, you know, you know, maybe come back next year and find out where you guys are at. Um, if there's anything we can ever do to help you out, definitely, you know, keep us on mind. But you've been an amazing, amazing guest. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be a part of this. You guys are awesome. <laughs> well, uh, so well, well, bearded, bearded people are awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, see? <laughs> So there you have it, friends. Another show is in the books, but never fear. Beard and Bald will always be here. So until next time, same bald head, same beard channels. Good afternoon, and thank you for listening to Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald. Have a successful day. Hey, Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald fans. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was brought to you by ACS Executives. Let me ask you something. As an entrepreneur or business owner, are you tired of struggling with running your business? Do you feel you can drive more revenue, improve your profits, and run more efficiently if you had a little help? Well, you are not alone, and there is a solution for you. Like many small businesses, as the owner, you wear a lot of hats. And why wouldn't you? You started this thing, so you were very careful and particular about it. Well, at ACX Executives, we do a deep dive into your business to help your business grow revenues, improve profits, acquire capital, and run more efficiently. We just don't point out problems. We help you resolve them through our family of companies and the solutions they provide. We share some of the best practices and processes and coach you and your team through them. Our suite of quality products and services will help you get there quickly and smoothly. That's how we ensure your success. So visit us at acsexec.com or call us at 1-800-495-6505 and schedule a free 30-minute consulting assessment. Have a successful day and we hope you enjoy today's episode of Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald.